Welcome to the Golf Life Faith Podcast. I'm sitting here in Valdosta, Georgia with my co-host, Jace Barber. What's up? And I am Toby Ragland. I guess I should mention that as well. <laughs> and we wanted to record a, kind of a bonus episode in a way for this podcast to close out 2022. It is December the 28th, three days after Christmas. We yes. are sitting fireside in Jace's new house in Valdosta. Um, we are just looking forward to spending some time. If we really talked through everything we wanted to talk about, it would be about a three to four hour podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan style. So we could go that route. Um, but we'll just kind of hit some highlights from this year yeah. uh, from the podcast, talk about some of our favorite moments or episodes, and then also just give We'll give some updates on the retreats that we hosted over the last about six weeks. Yeah. No, and I think another fun segment we could do here to start is just reading off the podcast emails that we received. So, Toby, if you could start us off, that'd be great. All right. So, at the end of each episode, since you guys got to that part of the episode, <laughs> if you have any questions, email us at podcast at College Golf Fellowship. Dot com. Yes. Let me just uh, open these up real quick. Filter through. <laughs> how many, gosh, how many of these do we have, Jace? I think we received like three, but I think it was like a Google alert like email saying, hey, you know, you just logged in to the email. Here's your security code and welcome to the Oh, email. so they're okay. Yeah. Zero <laughs> from the, our listeners at podcast. At, I'm not going to uh, say it again. You know what the email address is, obviously, because you emailed us so much. Absolutely. No, but for real, if you guys have any questions or if you have any suggestions or guests that you would like to have on the show or things you want us to talk about, please email us at that email, podcast at collegegolffellowship.com. And honestly, I haven't checked it in about a month, so maybe, maybe we got like one since then. I'm not sure, though. But anyways, if you'd like to email us, do that. That'd be great. Uh, another fun thing before we recap some of the events and stuff is from not, not birthed out of this podcast, but kind of, uh, running alongside of us about halfway through the year, uh, our coworker who was also on this podcast and then Webb Simpson, who was also on this podcast. And then our good friend and buddy, Ben Crane, who was going to be on this podcast, uh, started their own podcast called Bible Caddy. Toby, give us some thoughts on Bible Caddy. Listening to Bible C, Caddy. That's C-A-D-D-I-E. Yeah, so first, it affirms the proper spelling of Caddy. Absolutely. And as we listen to it, those three guys together are such a phenomenal, phenomenal group of guys looking at God's Word. They open up each episode kind of making fun of each other. <laughs> it's fun to listen to. Uh, they give a little bit of, of, of talk on the current golf world. A lot of good picks of who's going to win majors. Uh, go listen to those episodes; those are fun. Yeah, my and, favorite, my favorite uh, highlight of the Bible Caddy. Before we get into highlights of ours, is when uh, Ben picked Will Zatorius uh, to win the Tour Championship, and he wasn't even playing, and his name is not Will Zatorius. So that was a great highlight for my man Ben Crane. Thanks. Yeah, that was a good highlight, and then them gambling one loaf of sourdough bread versus a top 10 bottle of wine from Webb's 
wine cellar. Yeah, incredible. Just very equal, uh, equal there in the the payment. So honestly, that podcast, if you're looking for anything this year, this coming year to go, okay, I don't even know where to begin opening up my Bible uh, to get to know it more. Um, that podcast is such a great place to start because you can turn on the podcast, turn to the passage that they're going, going to talk to, and it's going to help you kind of understand what the Word of God is, is speaking to uh, in those certain podcast episodes. And I think my favorite one was just listening to William Cain teach through the transfiguration and what the disciples would have experienced on that mountain, seeing the glory of God right in front of their eyes. And there's so much more to it uh, than kind of a first reading uh, can give us. So that podcast is super helpful uh, to open up your Bible, listen to the podcast, and even like use that to open up conversations with other people as well and reach out to your CGF staff people. And we'd love to talk to you more about your Bible. Yeah, for sure. And I think the cool thing about it is, is William is just such a gifted teacher of the Bible and Webb and Ben have both been in their Bibles for a long time. Mm. (laughs) Mm, Buddy. And even William or even a Webb and Ben, every time they, do an episode, they're learning new things that William is bringing just from the context and the depth of scripture. And that's cool because these guys have been in their words for a long time. And so if you're looking for a good uh, podcast to start listening to, to learn more about your Bible, Bible Caddy is the one. It's great. It's really good. So Toby, give us a recap of the last few months of some of the events that's been going on with College Golf Fellowship. Yes. As I, I think back on the retreats that we've hosted with CGF the weekend before Thanksgiving, Jason and I co-hosted a retreat up in St. Simons Island, Georgia, and we stayed at somebody's home in Frederica, who was generous enough to open up their home for about 15 college golfers to come stay at his house. We had an awesome three days and taught through the Bible, um, talked through the resurrection and what that means for our life and how we can actually see historical evidence for that. Yeah. Had a lot of good conversations with guys just about golf, life, faith, uh, to steal that tagline. <laughs> Went out to the RSM, yeah. the PGA Tour event there at Sea Island. Uh, got to spend some time with Davis Love. And it was just a great three days. And one of the, yeah. the highlights, um, good friend of ours, Philip Knowles, uh, who played in that event, missed the cut on Friday. And he came to hang out with us that Friday night uh, just to come spend some time with these college golfers. And appropriately enough, our president of CGF, Brad Payne, was there and opened up Phil's time with us by asking him to give kind of a shot-by-shot of his 16th hole at Seaside when he made a 10 on Friday afternoon. So that was uh, Brad's generous way of welcoming Phil into hanging out. Uh, Philip was also a fun episode on this podcast with his wife, Olivia and congratulations to them for having their first baby, baby Harper, baby Harper. Yeah. Maybe we should send baby Harper some golf life, faith podcast swag, get a onesie golf life. faith. I like it. Yeah. We'll just send her a large pullover (laughs) and they can figure it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. No, the yeah. RSM the RSM retreat honestly is probably one of my favorite retreats that we've ever done. And we you have the bigger retreats where there's forty to fifty guys. I mean, at Ben Cranes, I'm pretty sure at some point there was like a hundred guys between a couple of houses. Um, and those retreats are all incredible. There's a lot of good stuff that happens there. But this one was really cool size, like sixteen guys and just a lot of good uh open conversation and talk and fun a lot of pickleball um you did a great job teaching brad did a great job great job teaching um it was just a really good time uh, i feel like everybody gelled well and uh philip even like he made a 10 he came to the the retreat and then he sat in my small group for like 45 minutes and shared with the guys you know from god's word so it's just pretty cool to see these pga tour guys come to this environment and then golf just being something they do not their identity. So, because having Kevin Stroman there too was incredible. He stopped by the house. Yeah. And I think it's also a glimpse into what we're trying to do with this podcast is these tour guys just love pouring into the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily that they're out there. Um, kind of lost my train of thought there. So, <laughs> no, we're going to keep this. We can add to that up. Um, <laughs> but just the idea that being a professional golfer, isn't their identity that their identity is in Christ. And that's what they come to kind of pour into this next generation. Yeah. When Kevin Streelman on Saturday afternoon, uh, came over to our house at the St. Simon's retreat, he was there just to pour into guys, not necessarily to talk about the fact that he was only two shots back of the lead. Yeah. He was same thing with Phil sitting down in your small group, Kevin opening up about, uh, just early years of, professional golf of being in those moments where he tried to get 20 bucks out of an ATM and it said insufficient funds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which one guy really connected to <laughs> he said, Amen. been there, <laughs> but just, it's, it was so fun to see um, those guys in the midst of a big week come and pour into the, the college golfers. Yeah. And I hope with this podcast as you, as you go back, maybe go listen to the podcast you haven't listened to. Learn from some of these pros of of guys that have been there, um, guys yeah. that are currently there as well, like the younger guys, like Seth Reeves and Philip Knowles. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler. Like they they've had a lot of success, but they're they're both younger than me by at least a year or two. <laughs> Just kids. It's shocking. Uh, yeah, and Sam. Sam and Scotty co-hosted out in Man, Fort Worth, a, a retreat. Good, what a good flow right into that. How good is that? Yeah, was there a wait list for that one? Uh, yeah. So if you didn't get into that one, uh, there will probably be another one next year, or there will be another one next year. And uh, just keep your eye out. Be ready to click sign up. Be ready to go. Yeah. Because I'm sure there will be a wait list again. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Another highlight um, from the retreats, was our, what used to be, we would call it the coaches and wives retreat, where we would open up a retreat for these college golf coaches uh, to come in, spend three days um, just being poured into and stay at a great place with their wife. Their wife gets to actually connect with other wives whose husbands do this crazy job of coaching (laughs) college golf. Hardly anyone understands uh, what a college golf coach is doing from a day-to-day basis even even college golf coaches yes i would totally (laughs) agree with that and so it's fun to see the connections made there and we got so many pro golfers coming uh that finally we just had to call it the marriage retreat 
And so we were in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, um, just had a great time there and being, being able to hang out with some guys that have been to this retreat many times and definitely a highlight of the year. Yeah. And I think the thing, if you're listening to this and you're a college golfer, the thing I hope you're pulling from this is you've either gone to a retreat and you're excited to go to another one next year, or you've never been to a retreat and you're saying, man, why have I not gone? And you sign up and you go to one next year. Because we have guys like Tyler Reese, Charles Collins, Ryan Dimmitt, some of our boys over here on the East Coast. They go to as many as they can. And that's what we like to see. Like we love seeing guys who continually come to these retreats because they realize, man, there's so much value in coming to this. Like it's not just uh, something that, you know, I, I get to partake in that's free. It's something that is literally creating value. It's an investment in my life. Yeah. And they're seeing change, which is why they're coming back. Yeah, and it's so easy to think, well, I need those few days for practice or yes. I want to go play in that amateur tournament. And guys, as someone that was there playing college golf at the University of Florida, trying to get into the bigger amateur events, man, I wish I'd been to more CGF retreats. Yeah. And that was so that one of my favorite highlights from this entire year was on Sam and Caroline's podcast when we asked Sam the question. We didn't tell him what to say. It seems like it because he said exactly what we would want. But he was saying, if I could go back and tell my college self one thing, well, you know, what would that be? And he's like, I would be more involved with CGF. He's like, I was not involved at all. Like I would you know, maybe see Stephen Budd or see Brad Payne, whatever it may be. But he didn't get really involved with CGF until he got involved with Tour Fellowship on the PGA Tour and kind of got involved, or I guess kind of corn for uh, time, but after college. Yep. And so... I would encourage you guys to listen to that podcast, but then take Sam's advice. Like, get more involved. We we would love to, you know, be able to uh, just walk alongside you and your college years, come to retreats, pour into you. It's so much fun. Because another fun retreat was Webb's. Tell us a little bit about Webb's. Yeah, so Webb hosted. I think it was the sixth time he's hosted. Yeah, and six, sixth or seventh in his home in Charlotte, North Carolina, right in Quail Hollow. And we've got a lot of fun traditions at that retreat uh one of them involves putting a hitting mat on his back porch and hitting glow balls to the nursery green at quail hollow uh, we did have approval for that so you know it <laughs> doesn't doesn't seem like on the up and up but man what a fun night um yeah. that is i think the cutoff for the glow glow ball hole in one was 1 a.m yeah 1 right yep another great aspect of that retreat uh was having wesley Bryan and his wife elizabeth there um, having both, both couples, so Webb and Dowd just do a phenomenal job hosting in their home, serving these guys well. Um, and then Wesley and Elizabeth being there, so many fun conversations, just, you know, late at night, seeing a group of college guys yeah. on the couch sitting next to Wesley Bryan and just having fun conversations. Um, yeah, I mean, even from that, like, cause we, cause we, what, what, what we want the podcast to be is kind of a glimpse into these guys' lives, and we definitely want to go deep into their faith walks. But at retreats, it's like another two layers are pulled back from the onion, and you go a little bit deeper, and you have you know, these these tough conversations, and they really open up and are very vulnerable. Um, and for like Wesley and Elizabeth, they did an incredible Q&A with Quirky, our boss, and they shared so much. And on that night, I want to say they finished at like – we'll say 
And then I sat on the couch with, it started off with three college guys and then it turned into like eight all the way till close to 1 a.m. talking about the things that Wesley and Elizabeth talked about. And so it's just a really cool place to where you hear these things, but then you're able to, to continue to talk through them, digest them, um, and just have some good conversation about it. Because you know, with a podcast, you just listen, and then that's it. And that was your first retreat, right, Jace? <laughs> so 2015, that was my first retreat. And then to go back now as a CGF staffer for three and a half years, it was pretty, pretty cool. Well, tell us about the introduction Oh yeah. When so, you introduced yourself to the, you know, 50 plus college golfers yeah. at Webb's retreat 2015, what uh, did you say? Yeah. So 2015, uh, at Webb's house, uh, we were all the way on their, their top story of their house. Um, and we do every, every retreat we do introductions. So you, you give your name, your school, maybe where you're from and then relationship status. And then if you are, are in a relationship, uh, what drew you to them? And then, if you're not in a relationship, what are you looking for? And so I remember sitting up there in 2015. Um, I guess I was 20 years old at the time. And I had just started. I was a month into dating my now wife, Leah. And, you know, I said my name, Jace Barber, school, Jacksonville State. And then, you know, one month into a relationship. And then what drew, what drew you to her? Well, she loves Jesus and she's so hot. And now I was in that room again and we were doing introductions and I was able to say, Jace Barber, Jacksonville State, and I live in Valdosta, Georgia, and I've been married to my wife for five and a half years. And it all started a month before that retreat there. And then Rawson Anderson, shout out to Rawson, uh, he discipled me during that time when I met Leah and started you pursuing her. So pretty cool. Love that. Yep. And I even remember sitting in Davis Love's garage at some of those early years of me going to retreats and... <laughs> My wife, Lindsay, who we've been married for over 14 years now, uh, she would actually come and hang out some of the sessions. So Stephen Bunn still kind of gives a hard time she, saying, like, you're the only only girl that used to come to these retreats. <laughs> but so many fun memories of, uh, make, like, just how valuable was that time listening to Brad Payne talk about relationships? Yeah, And I feel like it was so formative for us uh, just going forward with dating, engagement, getting married, yeah. still still when I listen to Brad teach through relationships, I'm still writing things down, going, all right, that's an area I need to grow in. Or, wow, I really yeah. need to listen better here. Or, man, I'm just really trying to do things on my own and not trusting in my Savior in mm-hmm. this area. So yeah, such such great moments of of learning. Yeah. And I just, as you're listening to this, just, and we've said this so many times, but we are so broken and we are so messed up. And I'm talking about Toby and Jace. Like we are just the bottom of the barrel, but praise God that his word is true. And we have something that we can go back to. Because when I think about CGF retreats, of course, I think about having fun. I think some people joke, you know, some of the guys that have come to retreats joke that CGF stands for come get fat. Cause the food's great and we've, you know, there's a lot of food that is eaten during these weeks. Um, but above all else, when I think about a CJF retreat, all I can think about is just the truth of God's word. And a lot of guys come into the retreat, maybe not knowing what absolute truth is, not knowing that there is truth. And then they leave the retreat kind of saying, man, like God's word is truth. I can trust it because like you said, Toby, you know, the evidence behind it. Um, but then also just the life changeability of it. And guys see that, and then they say, 
you know, in my life I'm doing this, but God's word says this, that's truth. So I'm going to follow that. And that's what I think a CJF retreat is. Um, and you know, if you've never experienced it, come check one out. Yeah. We'd love to have you. Um, if you play college golf. Yes. And you're a guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, tell us about a retreat that wasn't college guys, Toby. Absolutely. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, to think about it. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> forming all different directions to go in my head right now. But anyway, the caddy retreat, first ever PGA Tour caddy retreat uh, hosted by CGF. And the hosts for that were Paul Tesori and Joel Stock. And Paul Tesori has a foundation and helped support this retreat as well. And really just seeing those two guys that are just, I mean, some of the best caddies in this game, in the history of the game, invite 30 PGA Tour caddies to come stay in Ponte Vedra and spend time just hanging out. Um, we played on this par three course, little six hole par three course called the Yards in Ponte Vedra and just kept running around that. And I don't even know if I've she- shared this with you, Jace, but hilarious some of the conversations just, you know, walking around a part three course, playing out of other guys' bags. But we're still hearing conversations of, all right, it's 133, but I think it's, you know, it's it's up a couple and you got the cold, so maybe it's playing 135. <laughs> you know, those two yards make a big difference. Especially for the caddies. And seeing like three tour caddies try to read a putt, the conversations are oh, awesome. So good. I'm just going, man, I'm just, you know, I think it's moving left and I just want to make sure I get it there. Let's, let's use some feel right here. Yeah, but yeah, they're, is, they're looking at everything. Which let's, uh, we'll, we'll come back to the caddy retreat. What was maybe your favorite advice that was given on the Golf Life Faith podcast this month or this, this year? Wow, you? hard transition question. Um, <laughs> I, thought it was a pretty, I thought it was a pretty easy transition talking about reading putts and being you good at putting. Oh, well, that, yeah, that would involve me, like, actually, you know my mind better than I do. <laughs> here's, here's my favorite. I was sharing this with Jace before it started. So, a guy I played a lot of college golf with, Russell Henley, uh, played with him, uh, probably one of the best rounds I remember playing with him was at the farm in Dalton, Georgia. He was just always fun to play with. He was a true competitor and just was going to get the job done. I, I just always admired watching him play golf. And so listening to his Golf Life Faith podcast, uh, we had Jace, Brad Payne, and Russell on. And that was that was our last that one that yeah, we, we recorded. Yeah, it was very informal too. Russell was on his phone. Brad was on his phone. So <laughs> very informal. It was great. Yeah. It, so was it, I think Brad was asking Russell kind of what's some, what's a good golf advice for anyone trying to learn this game? And so Russell started because he had talked about his struggles with putting a little yeah. bit and some drills he was doing. And so his main advice though <laughs> was to have a smooth stroke. And you know, I thought that was great. And so Brad kind of, you know, let's let's have a little follow-up to that. How do you develop that? And I think Russell's advice was kind of just in the ballpark of like just just think smooth stroke slow and smooth (laughs) yeah slow and smooth there you go the reason i don't remember exactly what he said is just my brain just interpreted that as just have a great putting stroke just be good and (laughs) if it's not good just just make it better get better i mean yeah (laughs) which is so fun coming from russell just because he's so chill 
so laid back. Yeah. And that that was the perfect Russell Henley answer to that. And I think there's a lot of truth behind that too yeah, of really just <laughs> man, we need to we need to simplify the things when we're we're working on any aspect of our golf yeah. game. Um because I mean even like talking to Scotty Scheffler when we recorded at our RSM retreat back That's in true. 2020. Yeah. He was giving or that was 2021. 2021, 2021 sitting at our retreat in St. Simons and Scotty was generous enough to come hang out with us. He wasn't really that famous yet. Yeah, he was just 30th in the world. Um, he had Yeah, Teddy Scott was just going to get on the bag that week. First week, yeah. First week. And he was just talking about the fact that the PGA Tour players are just a little bit more refined than the college golfers. And I think what he was really getting at is when you look at how a PGA Tour player practices, there's no secret sauce. Yeah. They're just getting a little bit better. Um, I even remember listening to Ben Martin um, at a retreat with a Q&A. And someone, I think, was just trying to figure out, how do I work on alignment? And you, you put a club down, and you <laughs> see where you're lined up. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not rocket science to figure out the stuff. And yeah. hearing a guy like Scotty Shuffler at that moment in his career, he's learning how to be a better golfer. What he's observing is these PGA tour guys just keep working on their craft. Yeah. It's, it's not reinventing anything, but they're just trying to get a little bit better. And then now to see where he's gone and just, I mean, literally creating history in front of our eyes. It's been fun to see that that mindset of just get better, yeah, work on it. Um, where that took him earlier this year. Yeah, what a year! You know, a normal year for Tiger, but what a year for anybody else! That <laughs> was incredible. Kind of makes us realize how crazy it is what Tiger accomplished. Yes, it is. My goodness, it's crazy. But anyway, so uh, we we could talk on and on about the retreats, about highlights, about just things that happened this year on the podcast, happened in the golf world. Um, I kind of want to spend these next few minutes because we're coming up on your close to 30 minutes. So I want to wrap it up. You got two and a half hours to go. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Just (laughs) put your seatbelts on fellas. Um, so what I would say is I'd love to kind of just wrap it up by saying, where are we going next year? What does 2023 look like for the golf life faith podcast? And you have a few of the names we've already mentioned, like Kevin Streelman, Ben Martin, Ben Crane. We need to find some more Ben's. There's a lot of Ben's apparently. Maybe we can just have Ben's. That would be kind of, oh, Ben's. Ben's. <laughs> My son, Benson. Um, no, that I think uh, yeah, those are a few of the names we're, that we're looking at and the guys that will be on the podcast. But, Toby, what's maybe kind of some of the vision uh, for 2023 and what we want the podcast to be? Because this whole year we've done one episode a month. We did one bonus episode uh, with Scotty and Meredith after he won the Masters, which I think was a good, good uh, bonus episode. Uh, but what what do we want you know this next year to look like? Well, just to help kind of shape that vision of 2023, if we look back at 2022, one of the things I loved is just how eager these guys were to jump on this podcast. Yeah, because they love what they they love being able to pour into uh, younger college golfers, uh, but also they love CGF. They love what we do, uh, but more importantly, they want to share their story of their journey of faith. They want to share how that plays into their daily life. And it was awesome to see just how pumped guys were to get on the podcast. Yeah. 
And then also that you mentioned that we did one once a month and I got to brag on you there for a little bit <laughs> that I don't understand how any of this technology works. And to see Jace uh, post these podcasts on a month to month basis, honestly, I'm, I'm so shocked that we were able to do our one, hey, one hey, per man. month post. <laughs> but so many of these were because of Jace spending hours editing and editing and making sure it was well done posted on time uh which we, we we got in there close a couple of them but we got him in very close <laughs> but got him in um a few times he'd be saying he was working on it to post i'm like what day is it? it's the 30th wow <laughs> just clutch absolute clutch getting it done um so jace went way above and beyond on this uh to get all of these posted as we look forward to 2023 um just it's gonna be fun talking to some of the guys that we have in our, our mind of, of who we want to have on probably going to move to a twice a month (laughs) release. Yes. Twice a month. For for sure. sure. Twice a month. Okay. Probably I would say like middle of the month, end of the month will be our flow. It's like the 14th, 15th, and then like 29th, 30th. Love it. Every month. That'll be the flow. One thing I'm excited about, um, having, you know, my extensive coaching career of two years as an assistant um, <laughs> met a lot of amazing coaches out there. And just even now uh, the, being able to have conversations with, with coaches now uh, learn a lot from these men and having some college golf coaches on, I think would be so eye opening uh, for, for those both in and outside of the world of golf, uh, to see what these coaches are up to from a qualifying standpoint, recruiting, and then also just how they think through it in terms of their faith. Yeah, and so so many uh, coaches uh, that we would love to have on here. Yeah. Uh, so be looking for that in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. And you, know, we're, our goal for 2023 is you continue to have our PGA Tour partner guys on. We have a long list of guys and stuff to get to, like. Uh, Jonathan Bird um, with Stephen Bunn, you're doing that with him, and just kind of talking about the origin of CGF and whatnot and how they've seen it transition over the years. Um, and then those other names we mentioned, Ben Ben and Ben. Um, so many lists of PGA Tour guys. Um, but then also kind of reaching out into the other world just of people who have been a part of CGF, uh, other athletes, pastors, college co- coaches, maybe some college golfers. So I think just having some variation and whatnot, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be cool to hear perspectives of other people who have been a part of CGF. So, can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, do you have a trivia question to throw out at our audience? Mm. I so let me read what we are going to give whoever wins this. I'll give you the prize package. Jace will explain how you win. Yeah. Should we say just a college golfer should win? What do you think? Um, they might need this stuff more than anybody. Yeah, we'll, we'll no, we'll see. Anybody can do it, and we'll just do it random. And we'll we'll do one, like we'll do one package for a college golfer, and then one if it's a supporter as well. Perfect, just, I love it. Just, so, uh, so here's what is in the prize package. Okay, you have a CGF hat, a hoodie with golf life faith on the side sleeve. Oh, so good. A Bible a CGF notebook, and one dozen CGF-logoed golf balls. Wow. Tailor-made TP19, I think it is. TP9, I don't know which. TP5s. I don't know which, uh, 
which uh, brand we're on now, but uh, TP something. Awesome. Yeah, it's like a silver box. Love it. All right, so the way that the giveaway is going to work, if you've made it 32 minutes into this podcast, is you're going to follow us on Instagram, and you're going to follow us on Twitter, College Golf Fellowship on Instagram, and then CGF Tweet on Twitter. Um, I was thinking Golf Live Faith, which maybe we should create handles for just us. We'll see. Uh, but you're going to follow us on both of those, and then you're going to email us at podcast at collegegolffellowship.com, and you're going to answer this trivia question that I have right now in my head, and I'm just going to do the one that I, people are going to Google it, but if you listen to this first, you get it, you know, you're, you're going to win. So our good buddy, Mr. Ben Crane, Bible Caddy host, uh, went to college to play golf. Where did Ben Crane go to college? That's the question. I like it. Yeah. We did this one at the Webb Simpson Retreat. So if you went to the Webbs and you're listening to your podcast, then you have, a, you have an advantage. So good luck. You better be listening. Yeah. Make sure you are correct when you email the answer. Yeah. So you, <laughs> might, you might just think you have it at the top of your head, and you're probably going to be wrong. So, <laughs> Oh, well, you know, Toby, this is great. Super excited for 2023 to be around. Uh, I know one of our first podcasts next year is going to be Mr. Wesley Bryan. Uh, so look forward to doing that with him and just look forward to uh, increasing the frequency and increasing the following. I think we finish here real quick with what were the top listened uh, podcast, like the most listened to podcast of 2022. <laughs> so the most listened to, and obviously we have one being posted each month. Uh, so some of these have been up for longer, but our number one listened to was the Scotty Scheffler our original recording at uh, the retreat uh, back in 2021. But that was our, our second podcast that we hosted. The second most listened to episode was when Scotty and Meredith uh, came on with Brad Payne. That was right after the Masters victory. Third was Webb Simpson. And our fourth most listened to episode was Zach Johnson. Yeah, so... Pretty cool to kind of just see how that's all come about. And just uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening. If you haven't listened to some of the earlier podcasts, these are the ones we have out right now. Zach Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, Lee Jansen, Sam and Caroline Burns, uh, then Scotty and Meredith for the bonus episode after he won the Masters, just kind of talking through that. Uh, Our good buddy Sean Martin, writer for the PGA Tour. Uh, Webb Simpson, Blaine Barber, shout out to my brother. Seth Reeves, Vilko Nienaber, Philip and Olivia Knowles, and Russell Henley. So if you guys have not listened to any of those, go back, listen to them. And if you have any questions, email us at podcast at collegegolffellowship.com. Anything else, Tobes? That's it. We are so appreciative for you guys listening this year, and we look forward to uh, where this goes in 2023. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Golf Life Faith podcast. Whether you're a college golfer, a coach, or you just love golf, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at collegegolffellowship.com. Also, check us out on Instagram at collegegolffellowship and on Twitter at CGFTweet. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and be on the lookout for the next episode next month. Cheers.